Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Rob. I'm Caleb. And I'm Andy. And this is Everybody, everybody in the Conference in the Room. room. <laughs> it lagged last time, so I was going to get ahead of it this time. No, that wasn't too bad. That it. wasn't too bad. That was be- definitely better than last like, week, I'll say that. If I go right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to jump the gun a little bit. Hey guys, uh, thank you as always so much for listening and supporting the show. Make sure wherever you get your podcasts, you leave us a review and you subscribe. Uh, Make sure you tell a friend about the show. It's a great tangible way to help out. And check us out at Patreon, patreon.com slash anofficepod. Three bucks a month gets you access to the after party at Poor Richards. And uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not a part of Poor Richards, you're going to want to be there because we're just, we're going full board. Tonight we're talking... Tiger King, baby. Tiger King. <laughs> Let's just say tonight we're not going to Poor Richards. Tonight we're going to uh, Mr. Joe Exotic's Tiki Bar. Here at, we uh, go. At the zoo. We're going to get some that of that good opened. pizza, right? That good pizza that, that he was serving? That when it shot that promo shot, only showed four beers. <laughs> that, that was the whole. That's right. That's it was right. four beers and a pineapple. And they're there like, go. Tiki Bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk Tiger King tonight. So come check that out. And uh, speaking of Patreon, we want to say thanks to all of our patrons. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, and especially a big thank you. And he's in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. The man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Brian Cavazos. <laughs> Cavazos. That's right. Sponsor for tonight's episode, our $20 patron assistant to the regional manager. And I, last week I said Time Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. Mm-hmm. Which I, Yeah, you did. I looked it up. I realized. It's a bold claim, Cotton. Well, what's, what's incredibly <laughs> bold about it is that Sexiest Man Alive is actually People Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I looked that up too. I felt like an idiot. So there you go. <laughs> We, we fact check. We exactly. fact check this show. Exactly. I go back and listen, so. and I cringe, and I feel bad. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's jump in, guys. Uh, here we go. Tonight, Jim needs some sleep. Pam needs a date. Stanley needs a fork. And Dwight needs some of Michael's man meat. <laughs> this is... I want your man meat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, he does. This is Ben Franklin, Season 3, Episode 14 of The Office. All right, so when the episode opens, uh, we find that Michael uh, basically is trying to record this video for his future son. Yeah. And what we find out is and that... it's absolutely a son. It's definitely... It is a son. <laughs> uh, yeah. And what we find out is that he Not actually... Not a murderous one either. Yeah, exactly. He shocked himself while trying to... And this is so strange. He shocked himself while cleaning his wall sockets with a fork. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> It could happen to Which, you know, any Michael's gun. What's your, what's your, first of all, I'll say this. One of the best cold opens in the whole series. Oh, for sure. This, <laughs> this one's so, because it reveals this vast expanse of like adulthood knowledge that Michael does not know. Yes. Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> I'll also say this going into this episode. An alternate title of this could be, this is the Scott's Tots of Bachelor Party. Oh, In this yes. episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> Watching this one back, I was like, "This is hard to watch." We have but, not, we haven't yeah, got the Scott's tots, but this is incredibly cringy as yeah. well. It's so hardcore. Sorry, you were saying. So it's so cringy. No, what do you guys think? Michael got stuck in the electrical socket that made him think, "I got to get that with a fork." Oh, oh man, that's a good one. I feel like he was a whipping Lego. up. I mean, it could be Legos for sure. He seems like a guy who would buy a big Lego set. And be working on that on a Saturday <laughs> night at home. <laughs> just cranking away on the Legos. I feel like Michael Scott was preparing just a nice, beautiful pizza pie 
and just like a huge piece of meatball flew off and went into the socket. Would a meatball <laughs> even fit in the socket? Well, it kind of like it smashed in, <laughs> and then he was like, it like splattered against it. it. Yeah, he wanted some. He wanted to like salvage some of that good socket ball. You know, a lot of my gonna... oh, yeah, problems do start with food. Yeah, so I believe that. Yeah, but it's something like that. Anyways, when he sure. got shocked, he says that when he came to. Meaning it knocked him unconscious for a while, which is amazing. Um, <gasps> when he came to, he had an epiphory, and sure. I quote. Yeah. Uh, and and he, he realizes that life is precious. He wants his son to know the dealio, the dealio of life. Mm-hmm. You got to know the dealio. You have to know the dealio of life. And this involves him teaching his future son uh, how to jumpstart a car, which... Not even, not even close. Which is probably why Dwight is there. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I was getting nervous as he was doing it on the show. I was like, he's about to shock himself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's about to be unconscious again. (laughs) Tell me, can you, do you know how to jumpstart a car just off the top of your head? Like if right now, if you had to walk out and jumpstart a car, would you have to Google and double check or could you just do it? Dude, I could just do it. Listen, I, my first car, well, my first car was a Dixon lawnmower. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> uh, no, my first car was a, uh, it was a rough one. And so I had to learn how to like do all that stuff. Cause I would like, sometimes the battery would just die. Or if you like, you turn left really hard, the windshield wipers would turn on. Like it's, <laughs> so I, I figured out how to tinker around a little bit, but yeah, jumpstarting a car. Yeah, everybody should know how to yeah. do that. That's important. This one right here. She could do it too. Yeah. You gotta thank my Heck Uncle yeah, Ray. Andy. That's right. Someone out there in the audience yeah. knows Uncle Ray. That's right. I just true confessions time right now. If I had to jumpstart a car, I would. He would call his wife. Whoa. Okay. Wait a minute. That's <laughs> true so true. <laughs> he would call his wife. I if would, he had to change a tire, he no, would call no, his no, wife. No. 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 I can change oh a tire. That's super easy. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. I would have to double check it on Google for sure. I <laughs> I go to the Michael School, the Michael Scott School of Automotives. I was going to say hard knocks, but I don't know. Oh, no. That's me and Caleb. <laughs> that sounds like the Michael car. Scott School of Automotives. <laughs> yeah, of automotives. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so yeah, it involves teaching his son how to jumpstart a car, uh, removing a woman's bra. I know how to of do course. that too. So apparently, everything Michael Scott is trying to teach, I am the professional. You're actually a pro at that. Um, and <laughs> it's in the midst of this that uh, Dwight brings up the yeah brings up the scenario. Well, what if? What if your son is a murderer? <laughs> what if? Yeah. What if? And, and then I love that he yeah. takes it a step farther. What if that's how you died? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh that's what you think about the son you. Uh, Even the son then, you, uh, you have to know you. the dealio. Exactly. You kind of know Even the dealio then. of life. So yeah. as as we come back from the credits, um, what we find out is that it's six days until Phyllis marries Bob Vance. Their wedding is coming. There are wedding bells in the air. And Michael wants to make sure that everybody is excited about this, that they're on board. Uh, he wants everybody to be well-dressed as well. He says to Karen that maybe she, as she's wearing a pantsuit, that maybe she should invest in a dress or skirt if she doesn't own one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, something professional. Which, hang on, let's, ha- let's take a quick diversion over to Andy's fashion corner. Andy's yeah, fashion got, corner. Honestly, it wasn't so, I don't think her outfits are ever that bad. But yes, could you wear? They're not very girly. Can you wear a pantsuit to a wedding? Jumpers, they're a thing. 
Listen, yeah. my mother-in-law, in a bold statement, got married in a pantsuit in the 90s. Nice. Oh, baby, did she have the shoulder pads and everything? Oh, white pants. Oh, yeah, dude. So, like, like David Bowie slash Celine Dion style. <laughs> like, this. Yeah. Like a, like a awesome. collar that came around almost? Yeah. There you go. Beautiful. Um, there you go, Karen Filippelli. <laughs> that's what she can wear? You could do it. Just watch an old David we Bowie music you. video and you'll know exactly what you need to do. Um, which That's just good advice for life in general. Yeah, watch everybody everybody should watch one. Music yeah, exactly. Video. Yeah, totally. Um, so then Michael makes it clear that tonight, or today, because Phyllis's wedding is coming up, he has decided to institute Prima Nocta. <laughs> Now, Jim, yes. Jim explains what Prima Nocta is. What do you think Michael thought Prima Nocta was? Oh, you're right. That, that's such a good question because it doesn't even make sense. Like, <laughs> it, what do you mean? Because of this, you're instituting Prima Nocta. It is. I don't even know what he could have meant. Once he finds out, once Jim explains it, Rob Ryerson in the chat. What's up, Rob Ryerson? Uh, once Jim explains what Prima Nocta is, Michael is quick to apologize. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to move forward with that. <laughs> because even though they're the same age, according to Michael, yeah. he's like a grandma. She's yeah. like a grandma. That's right. Yeah. She's, I mean, she is basically I the mean, grandma. I mean, she's kind of like a grandma. But, <laughs> you know. Totes. Um, and what we find out from a talking head is, is Michael is basically, he wants to get everybody pumped up for Phyllis's wedding because he wants Phyllis to get everybody pumped up for his wedding someday. Not that it's going to be hard. <laughs> yes. Which he makes very clear is going to probably be way better than hers and will probably be on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he throws that in there. Like it will also be on a boat. So you know, it's better. It's, it's classy. classy. Exactly. There you go. Anything that happens on a boat's classy. Totally. Um, so then we cut into the conference room and we see the PPC. Yeah, you know me. Why am I so good at this? No, you're good. You got this. I'm the best. Yeah. Um, Caleb. They have my back. <laughs> the, de- the delay last time made it so bad. Yeah, no, <laughs> that I was though. like, it's that, it's that good. It's that good stuff. Uh, so the PPC, uh, or as Michael refers to them as he walks in, the spinstas. <laughs> <laughs> so many names for the PPC. At one point, he calls them my party planning biatches. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. So it's, oh. dude. The names for the PPC, so good. I and love... every single time, Angela's face. <laughs> yeah. Just the fact that he walks in and calls them spinstas, I just think is so spinstas. dang good. Spinstas? Spinstas. And when you watch it on Netflix with the uh, with the captions, the way they spinstas, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, good. I gotta go back and watch that. It's a good It slang. reminds me of... Uh, Paul Rudd and I love you, man. Oh, Nobody yes, exactly. Can't ever just get off the phone smooth. And he's like, see you later, city slicker. <laughs> he's like, did you just say city slicker? <laughs> Let us in a minji. Um, <laughs> so uh, they're setting up for Phyllis's bridal shower. And they're like, hey, it's ladies only, no boys allowed. And Michael doesn't have a problem with this because they're throwing their own shindig for Bob Vance down in yeah. the warehouse. This <laughs> is probably one of my favorite moments from the series. Uh, he says, uh, yeah, we're having our own shindig, you know, kind of a guy's night out, a GNO, yeah. a GNO. Actually, more of a guy's <laughs> afternoon in, a G-A-Y, a gay. A gay. A gay. <laughs> 
Um, and then to fix it, he further uh, explains. Yeah, actually, not a, not a gay, uh, just a bridal shower for guys, a guy shower, an hour-long yeah. shower with guys. <laughs> <laughs> an hour-long shower with dudes. Um this is what's funny too but it's kind of sad though because i feel like through this you learn that like michael's probably never even been invited to a bachelor party oh for sure why he's for sure planning one in the office in the, in the office? middle of the day yeah. um <laughs> and they don't even like with that little radio they have like one of those shoulder boom boxes uh but i was i was like this is so sad he's like never been a part of this thing. he has no idea what he's doing it's so pure it's so innocent in in what he's oh what my he's gosh. planning. it's beautiful um, so we cut back out to the bullpen and see that Jim is looking just messed up. This guy is exhausted. And what we find out is that he and Karen, they, we, we know that they've been having some issues. Um, I don't remember if it was last episode or two episodes ago, but Karen straight up said, do you have feelings for Pam? And he said, yeah. And she walked out. Bold move, Jim. Yeah. Bold yeah. move. Which, <laughs> that's a bold move there, Cotton. We're going to see if it plays out for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, but yeah. It, He's paying I was for like, it now, for sure. That's, yeah, that's a hard ending to an episode right there. Mm-hmm. So so we find out that they have been uh, kind of working through this. They've had some really long talks at night. And then we find out yeah. it's been five nights in a row. In a and- row. What can you say? <laughs> oh, gosh. It reminds me of, Caleb, have you, oh. I, I think I've asked you this. Have you ever seen Friends? You the, have to I, say yes. What? The series I'm Friends? I'm embarrassed to say uh, no. yes. No. Yeah. I'm embarrassed I, I that you like had friends. to say that no. too. I'm embarrassed for you. I'm Do sorry. you guys like Friends? What? Wait, is this, you don't, is you, this a pivotal moment in our friendship right I, here? I mean, a little. Wait, you've little seen pivotal. it, but you don't like it? I, yeah, I just don't. I don't think it's that. I don't know. I just don't think it's that funny. Like, I don't know. From that era, I'd rather watch like a Frasier or something like that. Oh I mean, that's man. Good. Okay, that's no. Good I'm gonna. Okay, true confessions. True confessions here. I don't think I've ever watched an entire episode of Frasier from beginning <laughs> to end. What? It's good. Yeah, Dude, it's good. You gotta watch Frasier. It's wait, so wait, good. wait, 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 wait. When have you watched Frasier? What are you, you talking? You know, about? I had a life before you, right? Like you know, I watch things, I do things. I had friends, yeah. I went places. You're telling me that you and your friends used to sit around and watch Frasier? No, we did not do that <laughs> at all. But yes, I have seen Frasier. Actually, I feel like we've seen it together. That explains why every morning I she asked me to make her toss salad and scrambled eggs. It's weird. I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, that's why. It's because she wants to watch Frasier. Okay, but wait. Where was this going? That just, um, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't friends, remember the question. Awesome. Okay, so... Rewatch so he, it. The whole, now like, that you know that your cool friends like friends, okay. <laughs> I'll, rewatch I'll it, it knowing the, that, and then... Give it a yeah. chance. Give it a chance. It's I'll, great. I'll come into it with the right mindset. Sure, and sure. wanting to learn and improve, you know, like... Even even Rob Ryerson in the Rob Ryerson in the chat right I'm now. I'm supposed to be keeping up with all he types is Fraser with an exclamation and a, and a question mark. Awesome. Even he doesn't believe you. What? Okay. Okay, I do have to say I didn't watch the whole series, but we have seen episodes. I you know, what, you know what? It's, We're it's gonna, like a it's like a background noise falling asleep on the TV. No, no, no. It's like no, 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 no. We're gonna put, and I don't fall asleep in front of the TV. We're going to put this to the test. I'm going to make her sit through an episode of Frasier tonight, okay. and she's going to be like, oh, my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please let me know how that goes. Excellent. It's going to be poor Richards. Andrew Payton in the chat. What's up, man? Good Andrew, to see you, my friend. I heard you singing this weekend. It was good. Okay, yeah, sorry. baby. 
Um, okay, so no, where we were going when we went off road here is that so five nights in a row they've been having these long talks. Reminds me of Ross and Rachel. She wrote what was it, eight pages oh, front yes. and back. <laughs> I didn't know where he was going with this, but yes, he fell asleep reading season. her letter. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Weird, weird uh, rabbit trail to take there. Anyways, um, so yeah, but we five find- nights in a row. That is a long time. There are no more words. There of is course. only sleep. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, so we find out though, that they're oh. working through some of these issues and we see Karen Filippelli get up and she decides to go give Jim a hug in just a moment of solidarity. But Pam, she notices, she sees this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole office notices who just walks this, over and like squeezes somebody. This is a hug to Jim, but a middle finger to Pam right oh, here. Yeah, yeah. About, like, Baby. Back up, you know, like <laughs> I'm claiming this right here, you know, like she's trying to lock Jim down right here for sure. And it's at this point, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our main event because Mr. Todd Packer arrives. In the chat? Yes. <laughs> in the chat. No, I'm just in the chat. It. He's here. Oh, they're kicking us off Instagram. <laughs> oh, what he said. For real. All right. Uh. So Packer shows up and it's pretty par for the course. Uh, he calls Jim gay. He hits on Jim's girlfriend and then just like hardcore bros out with Michael, which is amazing. Um, yeah. But they go into Michael's office, and what we find out here is uh, Packer, like, he can't believe that Michael didn't get a stripper for Bob Vance's bachelor party. He's like, this is bachelor party 101. Your party's going to suck if you don't. In the office, on an afternoon, you didn't get a stripper? (laughs) Yeah, the fact that Todd Packer's, like, shocked by this, like... (laughs) What? We don't have a stripper in the middle of the day coming to our office? <laughs> like, this isn't Wolf of Wall Street yet, you know? Like, yeah, for real. <laughs> but this is where we fi- kind of find out that it's pretty clear that Michael has never been to a bachelor party, um, personally. <laughs> and uh, he is... The reason that he didn't get a stripper, though, is he's a little bit concerned about the whole sexual harassment thing, to which Todd Packer has a great Fair. alternative get one for the girls and for the guys, you know, the whole yes. separate but equal thing. <laughs> yes. Great solution. There you go. <laughs> Two strippers. So good. Um, so Michael obviously thinks this is an amazing idea because he heads out into the bullpen. He, it's time to address the troops. He lets everybody know that both parties are going to, and I quote, get an extra dose of nate. <laughs> <laughs> Which... It's at this moment that he spanks himself, and then D- Dwight gets into it, and Dwight spanks himself. Yeah, but that's then, a lot to unpack right there. <laughs> but then Michael calls Dwight gay. Uh, once again, doesn't doesn't age well. Um, yeah. Once Angela hears that there is going to be strippers in the office, she is very concerned. Yeah. Her concern is incredibly concerning for Meredith. <laughs> Shut up, Angela. Shut up, Angela. <laughs> Meredith is like this is where uh this is where Angela goes into what Roy calls uh that uh that tight ass Christian chick. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Meredith is like She's fulfilling every, that role right here. <laughs> Meredith is thinking all of the hard days that I've had working for this company have all uh, like, like come to this moment. This, moment. <laughs> this is why I was born. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um so then we go into the break room and Jim and Pam are in there and they have the most awkward. 
like when you talk Scott's tots, I get it. Oh, dude. Scott, and, and, and I don't want to give too much away because we haven't got there yet. Scott's tots is cringy because it is like, it is the level of cringe that happens to nobody in real life. Yeah. Interactions it's like this so in the bad. break room are the level of cringe that are, that hit way closer to home because this happens to people. It's so bad. Yeah. It's uh, it's rough. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's way more realistic of these awkward like interactions we can have. Have you guys heard Nate Bargatze's uh, new stand-up special? No, I by the way, on Netflix. No, not yet. He talks. I thought about this when I was watching this episode <laughs> because he talks about this bit where if you like live in a normal house, you know, with your wife, and you guys have an argument. But, you know, it's a, it's a normal house, so you have one hallway and that awkward time where you try to cross in the hallway and you're like, oh, excuse me, sorry. Uh, and you're, like, real civil about it. That's what I felt like in this break room scene. Oh. I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Yes, it's, it's so bad. Uh, it's so hard to watch. Pam is basically just talking about sleep with him. Like, I, you got to get your REM cycle with the whole sleep thing. When yeah. I get eight hours instead of six, oh, it's like night and day. And you're like, okay, Are you Pam. my nana? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> and oh then uh, as Jim is walking out, she decides to put the cherry on top and yell, don't fall asleep at your desk. <laughs> <laughs> Even her, she was ashamed. She was like, she was like, oh god, what am I doing? Oh my gosh, Ah, so good. Which this is kind of cool to see though, because there's not a lot that like, there's not a lot of scenes where Pam just looks dorky, but not also dorky and cute. Sure, yeah, I get that. This was like, oh, she's actually super awkward sometimes, and it's it's funny to watch. Bad, so bad. Um, so then we cut back out to the bullpen. Michael and Ryan are going to be leaving to get supplies for the bachelor party. Yeah. But, and surprisingly, Dwight doesn't like fight to go, which is really interesting. Um, Angela. That's probably it. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely what it is. (laughs) But on his way out, he makes sure that Jim and Dwight know they are in charge of hiring the strippers. And uh, Dwight is... Dwight's like, I got this. I will take yeah. care of it for sure. I uh, the uh, we're gonna get to this, but just the name for these groups, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's so good, it's such, such good writing. I love it. Well, well, so uh, Dwight makes the first call, and he's gonna hire the female stripper. Yeah. And he decides to get very descriptive. Uh, it's almost as if he's like ordering at a restaurant. He's letting you know exactly what he wants and doesn't want. Um, and I quote, he wants ruddy cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't never even mind, know what mind. that is. We, it's such a weird know, description. I don't, I don't know, know if I want to know. Like, yeah. yeah. Like isn't, but when I hear the word, when I hear ruddy cheeks, like yeah. I think of like a dude, right? I, think, I don't know what ruddy is then. Like ruddy, like like not smooth. Like Santa Claus. Yeah, that's ruddy what I cheeks. thought. Of. Like, and what like cheeks? Cherry, like like top cheeks, bottom cheeks. cheeks. Like okay, he wants okay. Caleb's. He wants Caleb Polk's cheeks on a yeah. stripper. Is what he's okay, asking. But <laughs> yeah. face cheeks or baby doll cheeks? Both, maybe. I don't okay. know. Both. Okay. Uh, oh, you're talking about like I just gotta know what cheeks. cheeks. <laughs> Straight up. There's or straight up, there you go. straight up butt cheeks. She's dancing around it, and you just okay. I've uh, already said butt cheeks more times today than I thought I'd say for the rest of my life. Anytime you well, say, that's a shame. anytime you say butt cheeks, it's more than you thought you would. 
That's what it really comes down. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a loss. That's a loss. Um, so he wants ruddy cheeks. He wants thick Butt calves. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, does he want a horse or a woman? I know, for real. <laughs> exactly. Oh He's describing God. like livestock. <laughs> He's only ever been to like a cattle auction. Exactly. I'm looking for somebody with ready cheeks and great hind parts. He's like, when she gets here, I will see her teeth first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. Um, so ready. Oh, what up, Jade? Jade in the chat. Uh, so we got ruddy cheeks, thick calves, no tats, no moles. No, no moles. But then he has to emphasize no, no tats, no tats. Of course I want. Jim cuts him off. He should have cut him off at thick thighs. Or what uh, was it? Thick calves. Thick, thick calves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, okay, so here's the thing that was that was a little bit weird. So I want to unpack this a little bit. So he says, and I quote, he says, no preference. And then he looks to Jim and says, should we get, should it be a brunette or a redhead? And Jim takes a beat and says, blonde. And this causes Pam and Karen to look at each other. Lady problems. What? What is happening? What is going on here? This is the slickest move ever from Jim because he knows that they are always listening to whatever he's saying, both of them. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm in his seat, I would do that just to throw both of them off. Excellent. Okay. It is a a a top-tier move. That's top shelf. Okay. Okay. See, it's so top shelf that I it just, for me, I was like. (laughs) It's not like middle shelf like Rob. It's like. Yeah. He is staying uh, neutral through this for sure. Dang. That's strategy right there. What a gangsta. He's playing the long game. What a gangsta. Um, so then we cut to Michael and Ryan, who are in a adult <laughs> adult shop. Getting <laughs> supplies. Like, I would think supplies would come from... They are in a sexual retailer. Walmart? Is that what you would call <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, it... I think that's the professional name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are a sexual retailer. Uh, <laughs> I would hate to make cold calls for that company. Yeah, for real. Uh, I love that it really was just a bubble of fuzz around both of everything, them. Everything, everything was blocked out. out. <laughs> yeah, faces, I love, it just cuts to that scene and it's basically all blurred out except <laughs> them standing there. <laughs> exactly. And Ryan's just like, he hasn't stopped laughing since we've come in here. <laughs> and he goes, boop. <laughs> So that's Michael is just he's just giggling the whole time. He's losing his mind. He's like a kid in a candy store. It's very yeah. uh, it's like it's like endearing, but in the weirdest way possible, I think is how it's I would put so it. It's so weird. Imagine being Ryan there with oh, your t- boss and no. your boss is Michael Scott. Listen, and <laughs> no. also the thing that Ryan is also about to visually experience in this episode of his boss. Like it's it's a bad day to be Ryan. Indeed it is. By the way, Big Ev's yeah. in the chat. It's rough. Uh, complimenting your mustache. It's a good it's Oh, a good yeah. Stash. You like that stash? Yeah, that was worth it. I've been working on that for, uh, that's about 27 years, no shave. Yeah. Right there, so. <laughs> it is coming in slow, my friends. You get that, you're playing the long game, just like Jim. It's good. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, too, because, like, you know, mustaches are supposed to be bristly. I can, like, fold this one up and, like, part it. Put it in your like, pocket. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I can just take it off, you know, like, oh slap it on when I need to. Um, so yeah, so Michael is just giggling the whole time, but his phone rings and Jim is on the phone and Jim, who was responsible for hiring the male stripper says, and I quote, they have Albert Einstein, Ben Franklin and SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> He's like, SpongeBob SquarePants, really? 
So yeah. he's all he's all square pants. Would that be sexy? Would that be, yeah. would that be sexy? <laughs> that I think? love that they throw square, SpongeBob square oh pants. Oh my in there. gosh! So what we find out, and this is I think what you were referring to, Caleb, is that yeah. Michael, my and this is interesting too. I just thought about this. Okay, Jim says Michael referred me to a male strip place called Banana Slings. <laughs> <laughs> now what's interesting is that. M- at some point, like if we break this down, at some point, Michael went over to Jim and say, hey, Jim, uh, I there's this place that I think would be a good one to call first called Banana Slings. Trust me. Give them a call. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Listen, they're going to be an easier sell. Just uh, give Slings a call. Ask, ask, for, uh, ask for Tommy. Tell them um, Michael sent you. Yeah, Mike, Mike sent me. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, Banana Slings. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. But Jim decided instead to call the Scholastic Speakers of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, this is what this is what Here's I also you, love Angela. about Jim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what I also love about Jim is how he can pivot and yeah. when he needs to to pull off. Like this was a prank that was already developing, but he just didn't know yet. Oh, totally. And so all of a sudden he's like, "This is the perfect opportunity Here's to introduce Going. Benjamin Franklin into the scene here." Strike when the iron's hot. And that's how you got to do it. Yeah. Um. So then Michael and Ryan are back at the office. They're taking the elevator up and uh, Ben Frank. Ben, oh my God. Sorry. Ben Frank. Ben Franklin runs in. <laughs> to which Michael's first question is, are you wearing a thong? Are you wearing a thong? Are you wearing a thong? He just wants to know what the girls are going to experience. It's so fun. Like, imagine going to work and getting in an elevator with a stranger, and they're like, "Do you have a song on?" What would you do, <laughs> Caleb? Would you answer? I would knock that dude out. I'd be like, "Stop!" I now, don't know. You're not or as I'd probably smooth just be as like, Ben Frank. I'd be like, I'd be like, "Yeah, I do," and you can't see it. It's for me. <laughs> you should say, this is, "Yeah, this I is, do." This you is for me. It. Okay, yeah. I want you. This is going to feel a little weird. Okay. Show us your thumb. But for the Instagram right, live audience, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a little bit weird, but I just want you to keep the idea of Ben Franklin in a thong. Keep it there. In your mind. <laughs> Forever. Because we're going to revisit it later. So don't forget, because I will. He's, I want he's you to be the one who holds on to it. there in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just put it there. Exactly. But all right. Exactly. I drew up a picture, holding it tight. That is the definition of inception. I am Leonardo DiCaprio, and you just got Ben Franklin in a thong in your in, inceptionized. I don't know what the I word thought is. you just said enthronged. Enthronged in, 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 in your brain. Your cerebellum. Um, so hold on to that because we're going to come back to it. Um, yeah. So back in the office, Phyllis's party is kicking off. Uh, they're having you know a little bit of a good time. They have popped the bottle, and uh, Angela is just. You know, she's loving this apple cider that she then finds out is champagne and yep. quickly spits it out. Spits it right back in. Champagne. <laughs> uh, and then Michael comes in and it's time for the entertainment. He wants to know, hey, who here is an history buff? Who here enjoys buff naked? <laughs> <laughs> and it was then that Ben Franklin raised his hand. That's right. He says, I want to introduce the one, the only, the sexy. <laughs> Mr. Benjamin Franklin. It's not typically an adjective that goes with Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> the sexy. The sexy. I love that Mike thought he needed a host too. 
Yeah. He's like, let yeah. me do this right for you, ladies. Let me do you a favor. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in and uh, I'm going to emcee this stripper <laughs> into here for you guys. Oh, my gosh. Uh, listen, we're classy. So I'm He's like a wrestler, him. and that was his introduction. Just ready to... <laughs> yeah. Should have been fireworks. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, good old BF, he wants everybody to know that he's here to teach them about his life and the era of the Founding Fathers. To which yeah. Michael says, <laughs> I think he goes, I think the, the Senate is something like, Ugh, and when they came over on the Mayflower or something like that. Bow, it's, chicka, so, bow. it's so bad. And is this a part-time job or is this volunteer? Like, do you get paid to oh, go man. into spaces like this and reenact? I, it's not even I a mean, reenactment. Educate. I don't know. I hope this guy's getting paid. I want to believe that he had to. Okay, in the same way that Karen and Pam are like trying to. Oh, I bet he was his dad was a, a Benjamin Franklin impersonator and really you know pressured him into it. That whole thing. I like to believe that he had to answer a casting call and show up with a bunch of other Ben Franklins in order to be the one <laughs> Ben Franklin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That gets yeah, hired like by Disney princess. Ben Franklin. Yeah. He had first do... question on the first question on the exam. Uh, can you tra- tie a cherry stem with your tongue? <laughs> I've been practicing Benjamin my Franklin. whole life. Are you willing to wear a thong? <laughs> yes. Do you want me to show you? <laughs> Am I in the wrong room, sir? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, and then as Michael's leaving, he says, by the way, Benjamin Franklin, I give you permission to spank these women if they are naughty, especially that one, and points at Phyllis. Oh no! There you go. If you're awkward, if you're Michael. Benjamin Franklin right now, like you've been called sexy, you've been asked if you're wearing a thong, you can spank people. Like, <laughs> how is he unfazed. not connecting the dots? He's unfazed. He's like, yes, just another day. <laughs> oh, yeah, <my> he's <laughs> used. To, yeah, he speaks at schools all over the place. He's used to fourth graders. He's being like, like mm, oh, mild yeah. crowd. <laughs> um. So then, out in the parking lot, Elizabeth, the dancer, arrives. Um. I thought I ordered a stripper. <laughs> I specifically asked for a stripper. I specifically asked for a stripper. Uh, Jim is asking Dwight if he ever saw a stripper before. Dwight answers yes. Jennifer Garner in the show Alias. <laughs> Did you ever watch <laughs> Alias back in the day? Yeah. No. Wait, but are you going to believe me if I say I watched Alias? I watched it with you. Yes. <laughs> okay. When I got engaged to my wife, she had a, a box set of Alias. Yes. So, but I never that watched is it. why oh. she's one of my favorite human beings. You got to. You it's got good. to. She never made me. From she what never I remember, made me. it's really good. <laughs> I mean, it was like ten years ago, but from what I remember, very strong at the beginning, and then it kind of gets a little rough towards the end. But okay, rough like like not interesting anymore. Or rough like yeah, stripper. No, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was on ABC. You no, know, rough like graphic sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So, yeah, so she she's there. She is the dancer. Dwight is disappointed because he ordered a stripper. She clarifies, I am the stripper. Uh, and then Jim receives a text that says, is she hot? <laughs> <laughs> to which we see that uh, it was obviously sent from Michael. And I love that Dwight's response is, mm, text back kind of. <laughs> right when she's standing there. <laughs> And then what's also funny is that it cuts to the front door and Michael and is, is looking at her through the parking lot, through the front door. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's like uh, a seventh you grader. You decide. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. So uh, we we head back up into the conference room, Phyllis's bachelorette party, and Benjamin Franklin yeah. 
is turning up the heat Doing with some thing. hot kite talk. <laughs> hot kite talk. That's right. He's he's it's trying. So he's trying to tell the story about how he. Inv- invent. He used it was a, a one June evening on the night of my fateful kite flight. That's, that's right. what he says. Doesn't he later say, I invented electricity? I, I <laughs> honestly don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so he's yeah trying to turn up the heat, and it is not working. Um, but we go back down to the warehouse where Bob Vance's party is going to kick off soon. And Michael and Ryan are outside grilling it up. They have got some big old steaks, and they yeah. are grilling it up on a farm and grill. <laughs> and Ryan connects the dots and asks that fateful question: "Is this the same grill that you grilled your foot on?" <laughs> so, Fair to question. At first, and nobody at forgot first, Michael, Michael Scott. Yeah, nobody's forgotten this because they also uh, his little airsoft cast or whatever that was. Um, but <laughs> I love that Michael goes no. Yes. <laughs> like he, yeah. he's like, no. Yes. And I love that Ryan is like, oh, that's gross. And as he turns, Michael says, and I quote, I got all the foot off of it. <laughs> uh, it makes it sound so much worse. Just uh, say skin. Yeah. No, no that's oh, oh skin is well, worse. Skin is bad too, yeah, dude. Skin is bad. He could just <laughs> know, say I but- cleaned it. Listen, if somebody said you had to eat skin or you have to eat foot, which one would you eat? Neither. They're so, they're so bad. <laughs> it's in the situation you have to. What kind of people do you hang out with that they would ask this, you? This, skin this or is foot. a what-if situation. Oh, <laughs> this my is, this isn't a. This isn't like a, oh, I'll go to the restaurant and order foot. Yeah. Like, if I, you were faced with that. Okay, okay. One, I might, I, I, might, I, I might go with the foot because I, I have you ever eaten a okay, pig's cannibal. foot? <laughs> oh my god! I mean skin. Uh, what? No, I've never skin? eaten a pig's Ew. foot because they're in the jars, and I I can't do it. Oh, okay, hang on. Our chat is blowing up here. Okay, number one, Jose. Oh, we're skin saying foot. Okay. Yes, Jose amen. Montero say, saying he didn't know what he was watching, but he loves it. Now he realizes we're talking and about the saw, office. Jose, good to see you. The skin. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but what what if you don't know where the skin came from? You just oh, hear skin. Oh, oh gosh. That's, so, that's actually <laughs> no. a great thing because you, you you bring up a, ba- a valid point of like, where is this yeah, skin where from does on this the skin, body? Like, what? At least you know. Ladies what? and gentlemen, it I cannot. Get worse. I cannot. It could get worse than foot. Express enough that this is the weirdest, grossest rabbit trail we've ever taken in the history of the show. <laughs> It's, you know, it's pretty rough right now. It's really good, and, too. and my phone's fallen. I gotta, I gotta fix this. Okay, hang on. So, okay, professional. Yeah, look at that. if you're listening on iTunes uh, later, we're live on Instagram. And okay, so Jose Montero, right here, he says chicken feet is delicious. Have you ever had a chicken yeah. foot? I've never had History's chicken foot. Oh, I have never had a chicken foot. To me, the chicken foot looks a little scarier than the pig foot. I'm not gonna lie. When he said chicken foot, I thought of chicken leg. No, like chicken leg. <laughs> no, there's the ones that they have where it's like the foot. I was just like, yeah, what's wrong no with way, that? Dude. You're like, you're, you're like I I've had chicken foot a lot. I've had chicken foot all the time. She's going through the drive-thru at KFC. Uh, let me get a bucket of chicken foot. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, we're calling the cops right now. Yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're going to have to pull around for that one. A... <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so bad. Um, so, yeah, he got all the foot off it. So, no problem. No problem. Yeah. Um, back up I- at Phyllis's party, Benjamin Franklin ties a cherry stem with his tongue. 
Which, How did he get to that point? Who convinced him? Who said, let me let me see what you can do with your mouth? Classic <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Totally. process right here. Listen, from what it sounds like, Ben Franklin, our boy old Benny Ben was a horn dog in Paris from what it sounds like. So maybe he's just like, I don't know. He's He's getting that character yo that's a gray area in his life so <laughs> that is a gray area. but this is this is also funny yeah, oh, if you touch that little Peter square Yami. that's a question oh, better yeah. than date mike no okay um we'll check that in a second wait oh i remember Okay, I'll and then so you. then it's been real good. So then Pam uh, decides in that moment to up the stakes and ask Benjamin Franklin, "Do you wear boxers, briefs, or pantaloons?" And this is <laughs> what where the, what is pantaloons, by the way? I thought pantaloons. I think it's like like is it, it's like those old golf looking pants that like come <laughs> up to like I think it's like the mid calf, but they're like really baggy. That's and you what wear I those as underwear. Were. I thought pantaloons I were just like old school pants, but are they like the pants that go under the, so, okay. So the other thing is Michael says the word, and I, I'm going to be really careful here. The word knickers, like the pants. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so are, do the pantaloons go under the knickers? I, I don't know. I do. I need to do uh, some, uh, early American history clothing research. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, you do but that. But here's what I'll say. From, right from my perspective, it sounds really hot. It sounds yeah. like oh, too yeah. many layers. Oh, it's, yeah. It's oh, I thought you meant hot like sexy. See, I thought he meant sexy too yeah. and I was and, on board. And Rob was like, yes. <laughs> you know, it's all made out of canvas and doesn't really breathe at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, so then uh, as we head back down into the warehouse, the steaks are done off the foot grill and, uh, and Michael, who knew? they're delicious. Yeah. They look, foot they, skin they and look all. fine. And Michael it's is the tastiest foot skin I've ever seen. That's right. Michael is ready to, uh, share his man meat and Dwight definitely wants some of Michael's man meat. I sure. want some of your man meat, Michael. <laughs> I mean, fresh off the grill. Anyone will take man meat. <laughs> then his man meat he shall have. <laughs> Yeah. Um, as they're passing out the stakes, Stanley breaks his fork. He's very disappointed. And Creed being Creed just picks it up and just rips into it with his hands. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. That's, he's like at medieval times, baby. He's like, I'm just going to eat all this with my hands. Yeah. And as he's ripping into it, Michael does a great robot voice and says, Deliciosity. <laughs> the worst. The worst. Um, okay. Speaking of cringy moments. We cut to the kitchen, Karen Filippelli, Pam Beasley. I don't know what they're doing. They're probably restocking the snacks for the party or something. Yeah. And we find out that Jim told Karen about Pam. Okay, Pam is finding this out. Uh, and why did Karen feel the need to talk about it? I don't know. I mean, maybe just to clear I, yeah. the air. Uh, but maybe, but like, was the air just... foggy with her and Pam? I don't. I feel. I feel like Karen made it more awkward. Yeah, by yeah, it I up. agree. Oh, this. I don't know. See, this to me is again one of those moments that is so so cringy. Um, so Jim, Karen lets Pam know that Jim had told her everything, told her about the kiss, and uh, you know it's we've worked through it, not a big deal, and so Karen says you don't have feelings for him, and to which Pam replies, oh yeah. Okay, now, weird. 
Yeah, so so Pam is saying, "Oh yeah, I yeah. don't have feelings for him," and it just spirals. Karen's like shocked. She's like, "Really? Oh, it's so weird. It's so awkward." And then Pam apologizes, which totally makes sense. But then she's like, like weird about her apology. Like, sorry, sorry. It's just, what are you sorry for? Oh, I don't know. I was thinking of something else. <laughs> oh, big. Yeah, this is awkward Pam episode. It is. This is Pam. Pam's having a tough one. It's a bad news. It's a bad news. Uh, back down in the warehouse, Kevin is starting what can only be described as like the craziest poker game that I've ever heard of. I have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love this like secret life of Kevin that it shows because he's shuffling like crazy if you watch him. Like he's doing like that weird thing, like the waterfall trick where it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he's like flipping the cards over and stuff and he's like saying all this bingo lingo that i'm like bingo lingo i i want to go to vegas with kevin after this oh yeah that's right yeah wendover baby um <laughs> let's take kevin to dover that's right uh so michael then decides to sit down and he wants to shuffle which just turns into a five-year-old mixing the cards <laughs> around on the table <laughs> i call shuffle that's right but it's at this point uh, the party has already started upstairs, but the party's about to start downstairs because Elizabeth, the stripper, shows up uh, ready for a the big... true professional. <laughs> a big meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, she looks corporate. I'll say that. She does. She, <laughs> she dresses like Jan, right? <laughs> she looks corporate. That's what Kat says oh, in a later episode. <laughs> she looks corporate. Um, it's at this moment that we cut over to Roy really quick. Cause Roy, as soon as the stripper came out, Roy jumped up and left and we cut over to Roy and Roy is just, this is like the most try hard moment I've ever seen for Roy. Um, Roy says that he's not really into strippers. You know what I find sexy? Pam's art. <laughs> <laughs> Roy when was, since when? <laughs> when I was watching this, I was like, shut up, Roy. You threw, truly. You threw a butt light through a glass mirror at a bar. We know you, right? You're going to talk we about know art? Yeah. He says, and I quote, very moving. Very moving. And sexy. Yeah. The art. <laughs> the art. The last piece of art. Because I don't know the words to describe we, that. <laughs> the last piece of art we saw her engage in. Was a building. Yeah. What, yeah. Where's the sex scene in To that? which he also oh, said. which we have. In that scene. Look, yes, out, look so at how hot that is. This, <laughs> this is too hot Pam, for Instagram Pam's right now. Watercolor here. <laughs> also, in that episode, describing Pam's art, his quote is, your art was the best art. <laughs> That's what he says in that episode. Is this, I mean, this is absolutely Roy is sure that at some point Pam will see this footage, right? Shut up, Roy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, also, hey, just to let you know, if you're watching on Instagram Live, once we hit an hour, it may cut off. We will restart the broadcast so you can rejoin if that happens. But just want to let you know in case No, we won't. You guys are taking over after this. Oh, baby. It's um, a riot. That's right. It's all you. Uh, so Bob Vance is not down. To she, she, Elizabeth is like, where's the groom? He's like, nah, I'm not about this. <laughs> He's not even getting near this situation. He's like, Michael, this is all you. And Michael is like, all right, yeah, I'll give it a try. Give it a try. Um, swing. This a this involves. Uh, do we do we have to talk about this part? I mean, here's what I'll say. Okay, I've I've never okay. True confessions. I've never been to a strip club. I've never received. He is Michael Scott. A dance like this. Okay, this is how I, awkward I imagine it would actually be. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, it, uh, dude, this, this is so awkward. And what's worse is that it cuts to that one random warehouse worker with, <laughs> the like, with the this, white hair, the old dude with the white the, hair, and he's going, he's totally no. into it. Like, <laughs> and then it cuts to Ryan, and Ryan's like, horrified. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, Ryan's he the only one do. who knows what it should be like. Oh my gosh. This is why I said Ryan gets his eyes murdered twice today <laughs> by Michael Scott. <laughs> Well, like uh, two different times. Michael Scott, just the only way to describe this is he panics. He goes into mentioning that she smells like Tide detergent. <laughs> do laundry with Tide? Really? Do, he really has got that game locked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for real. Um, and yeah, he just completely panics and has a girlfriend and just shuts the whole thing down. And as he's leaving. And of course, it's her fault. He's, he gets very rude about yeah. it. You probably have a boyfriend in prison, he says. (laughs) Uh, But he says, clear out. Shame on you. Get back to work. (laughs) You watch him in real time realize what he's done. And he just goes up those stairs back into the office. Oh, man. Um, But Dwight, being incredibly efficient and not one to waste anything... Uh, shows Elizabeth upstairs to Oscar's desk <laughs> and says, and I quote, we hired you for three hours three work hours. and we're <laughs> going to long, get it. That's a long party. Oh, that's a long office party. That is way long for a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's intense. That's, that's um, a lot of time. I mean, so you have to understand sure answer phones. I mean, that's a long time. What else are you going to do? I just don't even get that <laughs> yeah. at all. I just don't understand. Um, she goes ahead and sits down. She likes Angela's poster. And Who doesn't? Kevin <laughs> is just speechless that she's sitting right next to him. He, he says a silent, hi. <laughs> Kevin's so stoked. It's so like, funny. It's a girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, His only experience with conversation with women truly is Angela. That's true. That's his like so workmate right there. Yeah. His little team. Yo, that's pretty well. Yeah. I that that does call for a silent. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so Benjamin Franklin is beginning to sense some electricity between he and Pam. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah he is. Um, it was the request for the tide. Cherry stem. I'm sure it's oh, from Pam. Th- do you think it was Pam that oh, asked? Sure. Who else is the jokester in the room? I think I think that it was kind of a Karen Pam egging each other on type thing. And they I don't know. Maybe. Uh, there's a part of me that wonders if the cherry stem was Phyllis Vance. What? <laughs> oh, Phyllis is yeah. I believe She's that Phyllis. Like oh that. yeah, she. Or she Meredith was straight up like tie this with your, your tongue, or I'll beat you up in my minivan. Or that's something. true. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. See, that's what I'm talking about. Um, and Pam shuts that down by talking about syphilis. So we're all good. <laughs> there you and go. she knows her history. That's, right. that's why you have to know your history, ladies. <laughs> School yep. is important because what if you never know? That's right. You would never you, know. Those facts are needed. Absolutely. Saves. <laughs> we need to know that Benjamin Franklin had syphilis. We need to. Just what like if, we need to know the Constitution. Yes. That's right. Because uh, what if you're in an office environment and he hits on you and you need that fact to blow yeah, him off? Exactly. Yeah. What are you going to do when Benjamin Franklin has mad game in your face and you're trying to <laughs> and, shut him down? And you got to be in you. history class. That's right. And he's standing there. And those those pantaloons are iron pressed. Oh, and he is looking fresh. He's got, he's got those bifocs. 
that Austin Powers type yep. drizzle of uh, white, white unnecessary floof that just traps sure. body heat underneath the five yep. layers that you're already wearing. Smoking. And he's you are dead there, in the water. And he's balding and he's got the first pair of bifocals yep. and they're super bulky and he looks like yep. a moose man. Preach. Seduction. Right, Get your education. <laughs> Hashtag seduction. Um, <laughs> so then uh, Benjamin Franklin also uh, heads into the uh, office with Michael to give him some advice. Uh, he advises Michael not to tell Jan about the stripper. <laughs> um, then Michael decides to, uh, after calling Benjamin Franklin a sleazebag, <laughs> then decides <laughs> to go ask Elizabeth, who... Sure. Tells, I, trust, I trust your judgment, Elizabeth. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Well, I love that he approaches her and he says, um, stripper, <laughs> can I ask you a question about women? Uh, and he stripper? did get slapped, yeah. so she's a sweetheart. Mrs. Strippington. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she basically looks at him and says, hey, secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. I'm wisdom, though. Yeah. And Michael is just blown yes. away. Absolutely. I think we all were. I think we all wrote that down on post-its. Put it on our mirror. Yeah. Just me. It's a beautiful thing. Um, Michael has what he needs and he heads out. Uh, Dwight, though, is very interested in talking with Benjamin Franklin. He offers a BF a, uh, a bar of chocolate to which <laughs> Benjamin Franklin is not having it because what is this delicacy from the Amazon? <laughs> it has not yet made its way into the Americas. That's right. And it's here that we find out that Dwight is uh, doing some investigation because he doesn't care what Jim says. That is not the real Ben Franklin, and he's 99% sure. <laughs> and that, like, wig line did Which, not give it away. This sucks because this is, like, such a great Jim prank, but we don't get to watch any of it build up. We just know that it's also happening in the background. Yes. Like, yeah. That Jim is pranking Dwight that that is the real Benjamin Franklin. Oh, baby. Um, a quick cut into Michael's office. He gets Jan on the phone. He says, hey, I was at a bachelor party. Things got out of hand. And Jan starts asking questions. Last night. And he's like, no, here at the office this afternoon. She's like, you know <laughs> I'm your boss, right? Yeah. Like, I should not know this. So we'll put a pin in that because we're going to come back to that in just a second. Um, but... Kelly then uh, in over in the break room, sitting there with Ryan and Pam and Jim, she calls out Pam uh, about uh, some of the chemistry that she was having with Ben Franklin. And uh, Jim is a little bit impressed, uh, but Pam says, oh God, I need a boyfriend. And then tells Ryan, hey, I'm ready to be set up with one of your business school buddies. Oh. And Jim, Jim is affected by this a little bit. Yeah, he is. And he should be because he's dumb. <laughs> well, and also he already—we already know he has feelings for Pam. I joined it. Feelings. feelings. He's got feelings. Pam feelings. <laughs> feelings. <laughs> I mean, he's you been, almost said feelings. <laughs> no. Uh, so he's been having these like you know five night chats with Karen Filippelli, trying to work things out. But all it takes is for Pam to say, "I I'll go out with one of your business school buddies." Yeah, you know, like, Jim has to be thinking in his head right here, I already lost Pam once. Like, if I sit back and do nothing, I risk doing it again and just being super dumb. Exactly. Now, uh, a quick cut out to Pam's desk, and uh, Elizabeth is there eating some candy. She lets Pam know that 
Pam could have a career in stripping. <laughs> I love that she walks it's up and sweaters. says that to Pam after earlier in the day, mm-hmm. Michael tried to use her as a prop to also take her bra off. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, and Pam just takes it as a compliment. She says thanks. Yeah. She's she's heard way worse from Michael in that office for sure. So then we cut back into Michael's office, still on the phone with Jan. Uh, Jan uh, does not want to break up with him, but she is closer to firing him, to which Michael's response is, you are the best GD girlfriend in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael's feeling, you know, he's feeling emotional in that moment he's he's very thankful that they're not going to break up he's relieved um as the episode is ending michael is reflecting on the day and he says something that he's learned is that benjamin franklin was kind of a creep and that elizabeth gave him great advice and it rhymed which is a bonus (laughs) And he said, it really makes you wonder how somebody like Benjamin Franklin could be the president, but somebody like Elizabeth never could. <laughs> Please, do say more, Michael. Do say more words. Uh, yeah. And it's... earlier we, we established that Benjamin Franklin was never actually the president. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's never been the president. That's right. That's right. Now, uh, as uh, the episode ends... Uh, we get one last shot of Dwight and Benjamin Franklin in the break room where Dwight is asking, are you nearsighted or farsighted? To which Benjamin Franklin says, both. That's why I invented the bifocals. And Dwight (laughs) loses his mind. (laughs) He's like, ah! That's so awesome. Uh, And that's uh, that's the episode. That's season three, episode 14. Benjamin Franklin. So good. Like, I forgot how good this one was. It was so good. This was a this was a great episode. This Rob, is like an iconic episode. Rob did have to pause one time just to laugh. I don't remember. Which, <laughs> I don't remember which, what which it was. Part? I'm pretty sure it was the uh, a shower with guys. Oh yes, yes it was. It was <laughs> a that. guy shower, a one hour shower with guys. <laughs> a one hour shower with guys. I was losing it pretty hard when Michael's getting stripped on, and he's like, "You smell like Tide." <laughs> what? Do you use Tide detergent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it, dude. Um, all right, so this is a part in the show where we like to throw it out to you guys and hear what some of your favorite moments were. And hey, if you're live in the chat, you can throw it up here now. Uh, that would be awesome. I'm also going to okay, read yeah, I'll, I'll engage. some of the previous ones that came in. So on Instagram, we had Mr. Brian Cavazos. Uh, he loved, is that the same grill you grilled your foot on? No. Well, yes, but I got all the foot off. I got all the foot off. <laughs> see here we've got oh i made it really small it's hard for me to read let me blow it up here i know i'm looking at the one you put in our uh, outline i'm like i know i, I that's this. what i get for making it so small uh, okay uh Brittany johnston said when dwight tries to prove that he's not the real ben franklin <laughs> yes uh also over on instagram z read 240 no tats we want and then he gets cut off by Jim. <laughs> stop <laughs> so good uh, over on Twitter, Merck with a movie blog uh, said that uh, he loved Dwight quizzing Ben Franklin, trying to determine if he was actually him and being thwarted is hilarious. And he loved Rain Wilson's reaction at the end, thought it was classic. And then, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. As always. The American Institution. American Institution, tried Ooh. and true. Over on Twitter, at Trumboner Man replies, 
Michael's constant giggling in the adult toy store, and also Michael asking the stripper if she used Tide detergent. <laughs> yes. I shared the same fave moment with Tromboner Man. I feel honored. There you movie. go, dude. It's that good mind meld. It's beautiful. Look at our minds connecting. So good. So good. Um, all right. And then, uh, as always, we like to head over to that good Dunder Mifflin subreddit. Look at some quality content. Uh, and this time, ladies and gentlemen, you will be pleasantly surprised to know I sorted by new. Oh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and if Sorry, you, I looked early. Did <laughs> you? So That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening on iTunes right now, you can go into your player. You can scroll down. You can look at the show notes. And there will be a link there that says Dundee Winner. Go ahead and click on that. And oh, you can, can see. Can we put the link in the chat? What we're looking at. I think we here, can. I, can. I can try. Go ahead. You keep talking. So here, I'm just going to copy it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text it to you. Okay. Oh, and That's see if fancy. this goes in. Oh, he's saying that because he forgot to send me the show notes. That's not true. I link to you as always. Um, all right. So if you're listening, if you're listening uh, on iTunes, go ahead and click on the show notes, Dundee Winner. If you're watching live on Instagram right now, Andy's going to try to put that link in the chat. We don't know if it's going to work, but if it does, great. Click on it. If it don't, I'm going to describe it to you. Um, in honor, <coughs> in honor of uh, our poor Richards tonight. Uh, the title of the post is very generous, and the meme is uh, up at the top. It says Michael after donating twenty five dollars per mile to the walkathon, <laughs> and then it's a picture. It's a picture of Joe Exotic from Tiger King with the caption, "I'm never going to financially recover from this." <laughs> It was, it was very generous, though. What can we say? It was generous. Good on Michael Scott. That's all I have to say about that. All right. Well, hey, that brings us to the end of the episode. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for joining us on Instagram Live and engaging there. Yeah, Great to have you guys. Fun. Really appreciate that it. That was fun. And uh, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, thank you for the downloads. Make sure uh, you leave us that rating and subscription on iTunes. Really appreciate that. It helps out the show. Tell a friend and come check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash pod. Three bucks a month gets you access to the after party at Poor Richards. We're talking hours of bonus content. And tonight, we're actually going to head over. And tonight's Poor Richards, we're going to be talking about Tiger King. That's right. Oh, baby. So uh, that's going to be... Baskin, here we come. Oh, baby. Uh, so that's going to be an exclusive over there. So uh, you're going to have to, to come, uh, come join us over there if you want to hear that. Uh, but it's going to be awesome. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to talk about uh, Joe Exotic. Was he framed? Okay. Am I giving? I might be giving spoilers yeah, yeah. here. Oh yeah, crap! Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. never mind. I'm oh, so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. Let's save that one. We're just we're going to be talking about the big three, okay? And the other one has to do with Carol Baskin. You know what it is if you're listening. Yeah. You, you know what we're going to talk about. Uh, so come check that out and uh, make sure this week you do your homework. You want to listen to season three, episode fifteen, Phyllis's wedding. Yay! It is about mm. to pop off up again. Yeah. This is two. This is two bangers back to back. Both of these episodes. Wedding bells are in the air, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. It's time. All right. And hey, until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Caleb. And I'm Andy. And this was Everybody, Everybody in, in the, the conference, conference Room. room. Oh, dude, that was not bad. Yeah. That was yeah, not bad. that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Hey, have a good night, everybody. Bye.